When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. 1670 AM, The Zone. From her mouth to the field's ears, this is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, Wisconsin farmers definitely took advantage of the weather over the past seven days' time. I've got your latest planting progress report on a Tuesday morning. How are you doing, everybody? Farm Director Pam Youngke, glad to be along with you. Unfortunately, our friend John Heinberg, market advisor with Total Farm Marketing, a little under the weather today, so he will not be along with us. But that's okay. Stephanie Hoff has an interesting story about the Green Bay Packers and potatoes. Mm-hmm. Stick by for that. And now that we've got the heat, the humidity, and the moisture, guess what we're noticing in our neighborhoods? Lawnmowers. They are a-buzzing. But how do you make sure that your lawn's off to a good start? And what about that very first cutting when it comes to your lawn? I'm talking about it with Doug Soldat. He's one of our University Extension turf specialists. So we've got a lot of things to keep you entertained and informed this morning. Weather-wise, it should be another warm one. Partly cloudy skies on the way today. 86 are expected high. Good possibility we'll pick up an afternoon shower or thunderstorm. Overnight lows down to 65. For Wednesday, cloudy skies and 84. Thursday is going to be a struggle. Cloudy skies and 90 degrees. Friday, another possibility of showers in the forecast. 84, the expected high. Stumacher Ag Meteorologist has our weather details coming your way in just moments. Your soil is your farm's greatest asset. Every season is an opportunity for both short-term profit and long-term improvement. The Midwestern BioAg Way optimizes yields, soil fertility, and sustainability, nurturing your greatest asset. Midwestern BioAg offers biological fertilizers to optimize yields during the growing season, all the while building healthy soil for the future. To learn what a Midwestern BioAg program can do for you, visit MidwesternBioAg.com. Midwestern BioAg, better farming through better soil. We need you and your rain gauge. It's time for the Rural Mutual Rainfall Report, and we need you to text your rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Be sure and include your name and where you're reporting from, because every month we'll pick a winner that will get a digital weather station, courtesy of the Midwest Farm Report and Rural Mutual Insurance. Premiums paid here, stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. Every farm family's got a story, a close call, maybe an unfortunate accident. And I'll tell you what, when those things occur on the farm, it is very difficult to know what direction to turn for assistance. Fabulous farm baby Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And boy, that's why I love it when we get a chance to talk about Wisconsin's Agri-Ability Program and their partnership with Easter Seals of Wisconsin. I happen to be on the board for Agri-Ability and I get to hear these stories uh, up close and personal of farm families, how they've been negatively impacted by an accident, changing health conditions, something like that, and how Agri-Ability steps in. You know, they're amazing stories, Jill, and it's kind of a resource that a lot of people don't necessarily know a lot about. It truly is a great resource for farmers out there. And this is Jill Welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn here in Eau Claire. I had the opportunity to talk to Brian Luck. He is the associate professor and extension specialist from UW-Madison. And he gave me kind of how AgriAbility is set up and how to get in touch with them. 
And then I even had the opportunity to talk to Jeff Crowdwell. He's program director for farmers from Easter Seals. And he goes out and does the investigations right on the farm and gives suggestions to help them out and help them to be productive individuals. Absolutely. So it's a federally funded program. Uh, it's been going on for approximately 30 years. And Abrogability of Wisconsin is one of the few programs in the nation that has been continuously funded for that long. Um, we're waiting to hear about this year's grant. So we should hopefully will be continuously funded for 34 what AgriBility is, is a program uh, through the National Institute of Food and Ag at the U.S. Department of Agriculture uh, that helps farmers with disabilities. So we have kind of two components to our work. It's basically an outreach and a client intake side. And then we work with our nonprofit partner, which is Easter Seals of Wisconsin. We do farm visits and assessments of uh, the farmer's work day and then make recommendations to them on how they could maybe improve what they're doing. Uh, make their jobs a little easier, and get them to continue farming in uh, in whatever capacity their disability allows. So a helping hand. But your neighbor can't tell AgriBility that you might need help. You need to contact them. How do we contact them? We can't go out and recruit. We do a lot of outreach. We're at a lot of farm shows uh, throughout the year, so be sure and stop by and say hey at those. Um, but if, if someone comes to us and says, I know so-and-so has a disability of some sort and would need to talk to you guys, we're not able to go out and approach that person directly. What you should do is word of mouth, go talk to that person, say, hey, I know this agribility exists, and um, they may be able to help you. With that information, you can go to our website. It's agribility, uh, A-G-R-A-B-I-L-I-T-Y dot B-S-E dot W-I-S-C dot E-D-U. On that website, you'll find all of our contact information, address, phone number, etc. Um, we also have a phone number that you can call. It's 608-262-9336. When you contact us, you'll go through an intake process. We have a few questions here, there, and everywhere. A couple of surveys maybe you'll have to fill out. And then we'll get you on a list to, to be visited maybe by our Easter Seals collaborators to do the on-farm assessments and move forward from there. What are some of the services that are offered through AgriBility? Yeah, so AgriBility, um, we, we just do the on-farm assessments. What we do is we go through and, and see the work day that the person has. We may not spend the whole day, but look at the different jobs. If you're, depending on the operation, if it's grain um, production or dairy or beef cattle, et cetera, um, and see, you know, there's things as simple as adding an extended handle to a shovel that makes life a lot easier. There's other things like having a side-by-side -side or, maybe a different skid steer or things along those lines that can make your life easier. Um, in the past, we've partnered with the Wisconsin Department of Vocational Rehabilitation. Um, with them, we provide them the information, what we found out in our study. There's a few more steps you have to go through there with them uh, to be able to get some financial assistance, possibly to help you purchase some of the assistive technologies that might be able to help you keep farming and make your, make your lives easier. Helping to make some connections to make life a little bit easier. Is that the main goal of AgriBility? Absolutely. Yeah, we want to. We know farming's a lifestyle, and and if we have accidents, I say accidents on the farm, but even chronic uh, arthritis and back pain, things like that, you know, it, it's something that we have to deal with. Um, but we're here to help and to make those individuals that have those disabilities be allow them to keep going and keep farming, uh, and then basically, you know, hopefully provide them a way to 
continue in the lifestyle that they love. How do we contact you? Yeah, again, the easiest thing is to go to our website. It is agrability.bse.wisc.edu. Uh, we also have a phone number, which is 608-262-9336. There's also an email you can find on the website if you go there as well. And all the information is laid right out there on the website. Absolutely, including stories and past stories from clients that we've helped um, and a lot of the a lot of the information you would need to, to understand what it's like going through the agribility process. And that was Brian Luck, Associate Professor and Extension Specialist from UW-Madison, talking a little bit about agribility and the contacts that you can make. I had the opportunity to talk to Jeff Crodwell. He is the Program Director for Farmers, and he's associated with Easter Seals. You kind of have a big job of going out and... Making that connection, tell me what you do. Sure. Thank you for having us. Um, My job at Easter Seals of Wisconsin is the Farm Program Director. Uh, We work with farmers with disabilities. Uh, We are a partner with the AgriAbility, a partner on the AgriAbility Project along with UW Extension. UW Extension's job is to provide the outreach and marketing of our program, and then our job at Easter Seals is to do the direct client service. The direct client service for us involves doing um, on-site farm assessments for farmers who have a medical condition or a disability. We currently have about 400 farmers on our caseload. Uh, That caseload varies um, as clients close their services with us and new ones come on board. When we do an on-site farm assessment, we travel to the farm, meet with the farmer, uh, spend some time with them learning about their farm operation. Uh, We talk about their management of the farm. Uh, We talk about their disability and the impact that it has on their ability to continue to farm with those medical limitations. We will take a tour on the farm with them. They'll show us the tasks that they do. Uh, We'll analyze some of the troubles that they're having um, and kind of do a task analysis of what specifically is the problem related to them being able to continue to farm with with that medical limitation. Are you able to do it right there on the farm or do you go back with your information and then make recommendations? Sure, a little bit of both. Um, if the um, if there's a solution that we can readily available on the farm, we'll talk about that solution. Often bring it up on my phone, for example, show them some pictures, show them videos of what it is, what it means. Um, part of the solution is also talking about maybe we can just do that process a little bit differently and that would accommodate their um, their disability. And then often we do need to go back to the, the office, do some research on uh, maybe the most appropriate solution for that. Are you able to provide them directly with the service, or do you point them in the direction that will provide them with the service? Yeah, so we always provide them with a um, report, um, which will identify all the problem areas, talk about all the solution areas or possible solution areas, and then um, talk to them about um, possible funding options to help them fund the solutions that are that are appropriate for them. Those, um, those solutions often involve the Division of Vocational Rehab um, here in the state of Wisconsin. Um, they're a program that can help a person keep their job, maintain their job um, with their disability, and that's, um, that's something that we do talk to them about if it's an appropriate option for them. How are you able to make that connection to get them to the services? A lot of the farmers come to us through word of mouth, meaning there are other farmers that have used our service in the past are um, identifying those persons in their neighborhoods or in their communities and uh, making a referral to us to do those assessments or to apply to 
agribility in terms of like how do we make the connections for funding options with the division of vocational rehab we're currently doing a farm training for them so we can ident- help them identify with farmers um, identify with some of the challenges that they uh, encounter and trying to make a connection to if that farmer had a disability and what that work might mean like and why it's overall important um, as uh, agriculture is a huge economic activity in the state of Wisconsin. Where do you come up with your ideas? Uh, yeah, on the agribility projects, there's three main goals. Um, one is assistive technology, which includes those on-site farm assessments that I talked about earlier. Another one is education, so doing events like here today where we're just providing them a variety of different educational um, components where we can talk about different assistive technology that they can implement on their own or other types of um, educational things like succession planning, what we're doing today, that would help just any farmer. And then also networking is a huge part of our agribility program. Um, that involves, we'll do like, uh, farm meeting. So we'll meet at a particular farm and have neighboring farmers in the area so they can help rely on each other to help solve some of the um, some of the challenges with farming as they come about. I would love to hear about some examples on how you've helped some farmers. Sure. So our services are very individualized to that farmer and what his challenges are. Uh, some examples might be if a farmer has trouble repetitively getting on and off a tractor, walking to a, walking across uneven field surfaces and hooking up and unhooking like a chopper box wagon. There's things called agri-speed hitches. Uh, what they allow the farmer to do is just hook and unhook right from the seat of the tractor. Um, talk about things like drive-through gates so they don't have to get on and off and repetitively open and close a gate. Talk about like rubberized um, parlor mats or stanchion bar matting. So they provide some cushions if the farmer has a disability in their knees, ankles, hips. Really, again, very individualized um, for that particular situation. Talk about like polyfeed mangers so they can reduce some of the sweeping force to clean up uneaten feed. Systems to catch uh, beef animals and work with them easier versus trying to manually do that and puts them at risk for injury. Very individualized. Sounds like you've got a lot of tools in your pocket, just to name a few. Uh, Our services, again, very individualized, work with persons with... um, Traumatic injuries, amputation from a farm accident, medical conditions such as stroke, address issues related to cognitive or mental illness. To apply, it's very easy. It's a call to our outreach specialist. It's a five-minute intake typically, and that can just get the process rolling. So, And how do we get in touch with you? So our outreach specialist is the best person to call. The phone number there is 608-262-9336. And you have a website too. Agribility of Wisconsin is a website they can visit. Also, Easter Seals of Wisconsin has a farm program link. Um, either one of those will get uh, get in touch with the correct person. And that was some great information from Brian Luck, the coordinator for Agriability through Extension, and Jeff Crowdwell, program director for farmers from Easter Seals. And I'm Jill Welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn here in Eau Claire. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Hi, it's Preston from Window World. Our diverse and flexible financing options make new windows and doors affordable and stress-free. Insulate those freezing bedrooms, enjoy a crystal clear view, and be the house that people point at when they're looking for trendy new window and door ideas. Our financing makes it all possible and without worry. We will find a plan that works for you. Call me today or visit windowworldmadison.com. Recently, the U.S. Navy delivered tons of food to hungry people halfway around the world. But you could help someone in your own community simply by donating a can of soup. 
Last week, a Navy doctor saved the life of a total stranger. Just like you could by giving a pint of blood. The men and women of America's Navy do some amazing things to make the world a better place. So can you. Whether it's by donating food or simply giving time, right in your own backyard. Brought to you by America's Navy. Whenever you make a major purchase, there's always that little voice in your head asking questions like, are you sure? Is this the right one for me? Bergstrom Automotive turns the what ifs into why not with the seven day buyback guarantee. That's one full week to get to know your vehicle. Is it as large as you anticipated? Maybe you want more power in heavy traffic. Maybe you find out the neighbors just bought the same make, model, and color that you just purchased. Whatever the reason, at Bergstrom, if you don't love it, simply bring it back. Not every dealership offers a seven-day buyback guarantee. Then again, Bergstrom Automotive isn't an ordinary dealership. Bergstrom believes you shouldn't have to listen to that little voice that questions your buying decision. They just want you to feel giddy with freedom, just like you did when you bought your very first one. Love it or bring it back at Bergstrom Automotive. Join the If your workout includes baling hay and pitching pens, then you'll be comfortable right here. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Boy, if you were pitching pens yesterday, chances are you weren't comfortable. All of a sudden, we've got the heat, and I'm thinking the humidity coming back around. Time to check in on what's happening with our ag weather details. Stumach Ag Meteorologist joining us live this morning. And uh, overnight, <clears throat> I heard the scamper of my little Sheltie's feet because apparently there was enough rain that moved through, maybe even a rumble of thunder. My my big baby granite does not like that, so I heard him moving around. What kind of rainfall did we get? Yeah, I had the same thing, but mine weighs 90 pounds, and he <laughs> needed to be snuggled. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we, there we go, <laughs> Dad. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Madison, I see, has an official two hundredths of an inch. Lacrosse, 21 hundredths of an inch. The official at Fond du Lac, 34 hundredths of an inch. But my gauge south of town showed five hundredths of an inch. And I did see uh, 13 hundredths from uh, over on the eastern edge of Fond du Lac County near Banner. A couple other reports, uh, Reedsburg at seven hundredths of an inch. Not a big deal. We haven't had a great big rainfall anywhere, but low pressure is still off to our southwest down toward Nebraska. A warm front trying to extend east has pushed some of that rain up into the state. The radar indicating most of it now way off the northern tip of of the Door Peninsula and back into northern Minnesota. But that low is slowly trying to creep north and east from around Nebraska. And that warm front moves up toward Wisconsin with another possibility of some rain, especially as we start looking toward afternoon at La Crosse and evening as you look elsewhere toward Madison, Beaverdam, Fond du Lac, Oshkosh. Uh, Not going to be quite so early in the day, but another round of some showers or storms may develop. Uh, Stronger weather, the possibility of severe weather could be from west central into central Wisconsin. I'll have forecast details right after this. On our Wisconsin Farmers Union Farmers Minute this morning, Rick Adamski, the Farmers Union president of Wisconsin, is with us once again. Rick, you've got a family farm over there in Shawano County, but preserving the family farm is a challenge. That's right. We've 
seen the loss of farm numbers dramatically in my lifetime, and uh, it seems to be accelerating. We've seen a loss of numbers. We know that the numbers are decreasing. The only size farms that are increasing are the micro farms for less than $10,000 worth of sales a year, but that's not a farm scale. Uh, Those are enterprises that are supplemental. And then we've got the largest farms, those selling over a million dollars worth of produce products per year, but those are not large numbers. They're um, large acreages. We need to focus on small and mid-sized farms. That's a special order of business that we're trying to concentrate on. And it will be dealt with during Rick's presidency. Rick Adamski, president of the Wisconsin Farmers Union on our Farmers Union Minute. All righty, Stu, go ahead. Give us those details. All right, more of a partly sunny day today and some showers. They may develop yet by midday at La Crosse and then through the mid and later part of the afternoon as you head east. Temperatures in the mid or even a few upper 80s today. South winds at 5 to 10. Some clouds, fog, showers. Could be a thunderstorm overnight, a tenth of an inch or two. We drop back down in the mid or upper 60s. Southwest winds become northeast. There may be a little rain in the east and south early tomorrow. Some. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. You already know that worms approve our shredded topsoil, but did you know that seeds also love our special blend of garden mix? It's packed with nutrients that plants need to grow to their full potential. Visit KalaniTopsoil.com for delivery, or you can simply pick it up at our awesome processing plant. Then watch that garden grow with tons of fresh vegetables or beautiful plants and flowers. Take it from a worm. Trust the guys who know good dirt. Kalani Topsoil. Now that's good dirt. We need you and your rain gauge. It's time for the Rural Mutual Rainfall Report, and we need you to text your rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Be sure and include your name and where you're reporting from, because every month we'll pick a winner that will get a digital weather station, courtesy of the Midwest Farm Report and Rural Mutual Insurance. Premiums paid here, stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. It's time for this week's planting update with Dave Rawley, Wisconsin Region Manager with Wiffles Hybrids. Dave? The risk-reward is is as high as it's ever been uh, if you look at the markets and the input. So you really need to stick with your plan, uh, exercise patience and good caution. There's a lot of things that can go wrong when we start to push it. There's still a lot of good opportunity, though, in the month of May to get that crop planted before we what we'd say is running out of time. We're one of just a a handful of actual seed corn companies left in the U.S. that develops and breeds their own inbreds and crosses those to make hybrids. Part of the way that we've been so successful is just our ability to spread out our research trials. We run over 60 local research trials in our footprint. There's several in southern Wisconsin that we plant with a research-type planter. They're replicated. It's our standbys. It's some competitive material, and it's what we think could be the next best hybrid coming through the pipe. That's Dave Raleigh, Region Manager with Wiffles Hybrids. For more information, visit wiffles.com. Sometimes people think we're the bathroom remodeling place that just covers up your old stuff. It's how Rebath got its start 40 years ago. But just as technology has improved since dial phones, we've grown to become a total bathroom remodeling company. Free in-home consultation, free custom design, an affordable new bath in just days, not weeks. Visit our showroom on Stoughton Road or Rebath.com. Rebath, making it easy to love your bath. Wiseway Flooring's budget-friendly pricing beats the big box store every day. 
WiseWay stocks flooring by the pallet and the roll to get you better pricing. Our cash and carry discount saves you even more for a beautiful do-it-yourself floor. I'm Mike Yenser at WiseWay Flooring, inviting you to visit our showroom in Watertown, Lake Mills, and Economwalk. See how our product pricing might be the right thing for you. Commercial or residential, the wise have it. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com. Matthew. Huh? It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Our sports director, Zach Hopper, joining us, the fountain of knowledge of everything Wisconsin sports. Zach, you were up at rookie minicamp for the Green Bay Packers on Friday, correct? How did it, see, how did it feel and, and see to have the guys come in and experience Lambeau and the surrounding area for the first time? Well, I mean, it's, I'm sure it's a dream come true for them. Um, <laughs> Not for you? <laughs> uh, I've seen some football practices the last month or so. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, they're... they're there wasn't a ton there. Like they didn't do any 11 on 11. They did some one-on-one drills and we got to see them in their jerseys and their, their Packers helmets for the first time. And, and that's obviously very exciting for, for them. And it's exciting for fans to see them for the first time. Yeah. Um, but you know, I don't know if you learned a ton about them, but you, we did get like, to talk to them. For the first like time, what do they do? Cool. Are they, what do they do yeah. when we're there on Friday? Um, again, it's, you mean like the entirety of the day? Or yeah, are they just like pushing like a, a like a blocking sled around and getting their numbers yeah, or something? Or? Yeah, like then the guys are holding pads and they'll do like they did one on one, you know, receivers and, and corners and receivers and safeties, receivers working on on uh, routing routes and that type of thing. So they did that type of stuff, and we saw some impressive catches like Danny Davis, former Wisconsin guy, uh, went deep, beat his guy oh, easy. Yeah. Beat his guy easy, and but the ball was underthrown. Well, who was so throwing the ball? Practice. Was Matt Lafleur throwing the ball? I think I saw. He was. They also had Danny Etling, uh, who's one of the yeah one of the other quarterbacks that's on the team. I would call him the fourth string quarterback at this point. They also have 
I had another guy. So like the ball was underthrown. Danny had to come back and like, he made a great play on the ball with a guy in his lap. And, um, you know, one of the other receivers, uh, Romeo Dobbs had, had a, a couple of really good reps like that. That's the type of stuff. Um, Quay Walker had an interception and a pass breakup. Like those are the type of things that you're, you're seeing, um, with the practices. Oh, good. Rowdy? No, I was just saying it makes sense. Uh, if Danny Etling was playing quarterback, that uh, Quay Walker would be able to pick <laughs> pick him off, and you know what? Didn't he struggle at Purdue I, and then headed to yeah, LSU? Yeah, I think the I think the more impressive thing there is just you know Quay Walker sticking with the guy uh, that he was covering. He's covering a running back, uh, I believe it was Tyler Goodson from Iowa, who you know was pretty quick, and Quay Walker made him look not very quick, and so <laughs> I think that's probably more so the uh, impressive aspect of some of the things that he was able to do as opposed to the quarterback he was playing. But, yes, Danny Etling, uh, not exactly um, Kurt Benkert. <laughs> well, that's, I don't know if that's a compliment <laughs> or not. I have no idea. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, Zach, when it comes to, uh, real quick before uh, we get to the NIL topic, that just seems to be, you know, just ruling with an iron fist these past couple of days here. So the two Georgia boys uh, that were in, what you got, uh, who we were just talking about, Quay Walker, and then uh, Devontae Wyatt, were they getting acclimated to the Wisconsin weather then? I mean, Saturday was a nice day, but Friday's still a little cold. Did, did you, did, could you tell if any Georgia boys were still shuddering from the cold a little bit at all? They, they probably probably were. I mean, I I went up there with a, with a jacket and a shorts on, and I was cold as hell. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I mean, it was windy. Uh, yeah, they, I'm sure they probably were a little bit shell-shocked, but they they played in some – cold weather a little bit at some point, I'm sure, uh, at some points in their career. But I'd imagine. Yeah. They, you know, Eric still probably has them all like, yeah, this is this is summer in Wisconsin at 60 degrees and, and, uh, and windy. They might have been a little chilled. I was on the golf course getting sunburned. Well, that's kind of what you do. Well, um, at least it wasn't third de- or self-diagnosed third degree burns. No, third degree. And at least you showed up to work the next day. Like, yeah. I think that's probably the most important thing. Um, well, it was on Saturday, your, so maybe I appreciate, your, <laughs> I appreciate your commitment to the show, Nelly. Hey, I also got a little burnt, not as bad as I already did. Get a little, look at your hand right there. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. I got a little pinkish hue to me, Zach. Oh, uh, Zach, by the way, we do have some breaking news right now. So uh, real quick before uh, I get to the breaking news, just real riveting stuff there. Yeah. For rookie minicamp for the was it 11 yeah. draft picks, 14 undrafted free agents and some some walk ons. Yes, I think that's uh, what it was. Yeah, Andre, yeah, some trial guys, yeah. Yeah, some trial guys. All right, breaking news I'm going to do with you, Zach. Breaking news, a Woj bomb. As we talk about it live at the WOZN studios with our sports director, Zach Goblin, Denver, Denver Nuggets center Nikola Jokic, the Joker, has just been named the NBA's most valuable player for a second consecutive season. A formal announcement expected this week. No Giannis, Zach? No Giannis for MVP? What the hell? So they would have, like, without Nikola Jokic, they wouldn't have made the playoffs? They wouldn't have gotten knocked out in the first round? Is that what, I mean? (laughs) Hey, it's not a postseason award, okay? Rough hands, dirty boots, and farming roots. It's all we know. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Another warm one on the way today. 86 are expected high under partly cloudy skies. Tomorrow, 84. Thursday, 
a scorcher, 90 degrees. Hey, don't forget, I'm looking for your rainfall reports this morning, and you're welcome to give me a planting progress update as well. Again, this year, we are happy to be partnering with Rural Mutual Insurance to recognize you rainfall reporters that give us that information. Uh, We'll draw a winner every month for a Rural Mutual weather station. They were popular last year. They're back again this year. So why don't you decide to join us? Use our talk text line. Let me know about rainfall or let me know what's going on with planting or maybe your garden. We'll take all that information. The talk text line is 877-301-FARM. 877-301-3276. Let me know what's happening in your backyard. Today is the 10th day of May. On this day in 1994, Nelson Mandela became South Africa's very first black president. Now, remember, he became black president after he had already served 27 years in prison during the anti-apartheid movement that took place in South Africa. On this day in 1869 in the United States, the first coast-to-coast railroad is finally completed. They drove that golden spike in that joined the Central Pacific Railroad and the Union Pacific Railroad systems. That happened on this day back in 1869. Happy birthday to songwriter, activist Bono. Bono is 62 years young today, hails from Ireland. Maybe we'll see him when we go to Ireland this September for our Scotland Northern Ireland farm tour. How about that? Yes, time again to catch up with our buddies at the Steffes Group. Remember, S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. They are the folks you want to turn to if you're looking for that last piece of equipment to get you started successfully with your spring planting chores or even into haymaking. And then don't forget, uh, they also have that fantastic app where you can stay connected to all items that are being sold. Kind of watch how business is unfolding. As usual, a friend, Ashley Hewn from the Steffes Group is along with us. And boy, I'll tell you, today you've got a big one, Ashley. I don't exactly know how you're going to get through it all because for anybody that is looking at, I'll say, larger sized equipment, this uh, Baird's Materials Construction Equipment Auction, Yowza, you've got all kinds of big stuff that people might be interested to hear. Yeah, you know, it's just one of the 153 auctions on the website, but this one is really big. It's in Piazza, Iowa. And just a lot of concrete equipment. There's slip forms. There's paving machines, curb and gutter machines, uh, and it's all big stuff. So uh, if you're in the market for something like that, or you got a big project you're bidding on, you're going to want to check this out. Yeah, and I, I'm noticing also you've got uh, quite a fleet of dump trucks that all look to be in pretty decent uh, shape here. We've got uh, uh, backhoes, a lot of equipment that can go in a lot of different directions, Ashley, when it comes to our audience. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, that includes, you know, semis all the way down to pickups and uh, mixer trucks, concrete trucks. I mean, it's all there. This is, this is a very large auction. Now, uh, how about the quality of the truck? I mean, this is a lot of stuff. What's the situation behind this? I won't say dispersal because then I always think cattle, but what's the impetus behind this sale, Ashley? You know, this is just an inventory reduction sale. <laughs> so, uh we might have more sales for these guys in the future. They're rocking and rolling, and and uh, this is some of the stuff they're upgrading and not going to be using, so we're selling it. Wow. And like we said, folks, if you are looking for one of those pieces of equipment, uh, I know that laying your hands on some of this is very, very difficult. You can go to the steffesgroup.com website and take a look at the pictures. That's S-T-E-F-F-E-S group. 
Wisconsinsports.com. And like we always point out, Ashley, now that the weather, at least here in Wisconsin, is improving a little bit, folks don't want to have to leave the field if they don't need to to uh, take a look at the equipment or be involved in the sale. Remind them again, it's as simple as being connected through your phone, isn't it? It, it really is, and, and we get stories all the time, whether I was in my plant and tractor or my combine, I bought this, uh, I'm going to be busy, but when I get a break, I, I, can I come and pick it up? And, you know, we have those conversations on a daily basis. Remember, if you want to talk to somebody at the Steffes Group, their toll-free number, 800-726-8609, 800-726-8609. But like I said, everything available, including those pictures online, Steffes Group, We also want to put a little early plug in for another big sale that the Steffes Group is going to be conducting. Man, oh man, this is a multi-state situation, Uh, Ashley. Tell me a little bit about the upcoming grain elevator facilities that uh, you're going to be working with. What kinds of things can we expect to see listed there? Well, if if you're looking for some big grain elevators, we've got five of them in three different states. Uh, it's the former assets of the Pipeline Foods Company who uh, went and through bankruptcy, actually. And so uh, the people that own the real estate have asked us to sell it. It's going to be an online auction coming up, and uh, we're taking tours as we speak. There's people flying in from all over the last couple of weeks around the country, uh, even from California, to come look at these facilities because they are very large. Wow. Excellent. Now, I want to remind you about this one, this grain elevator facility we're talking about. Five different tracks, different locations around the Midwest, and this is an online-only auction that closes Tuesday, May 24th at 10 a.m. You can find all the details you're looking for at steffesgroup.com, S-T-E-F-F-E-S Group. Or as we said, 800-726-8609. Don't forget that Baird Construction Equipment Auction happening today and those grain elevator facilities unfolding pretty much through the rest of this month. Ashley Hewn along with us from the Steffes Group. My name is Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. Wisconsinites love local. Uh, We love buying local. We love knowing who we're buying from. Uh, And that's what we were able to offer to them. We keep hearing, I've really thought about solar for a long time. I'm finally able to do it because I've got a local person that I can trust. The more you know about solar, the better. But I think the most important thing is knowing who to work with. And that's us. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com and start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. Are you protecting investments on your farm? BioVet's CAF program has been supporting calf health and growth for more than 30 years. BioVet CAF supplements provide your newborn calves with energy, hydration, and beneficial microbials to support healthy calves. Healthy calves make productive cows. Call BioVet today and learn how an investment in your calf's health returns an investment in your future and your farm's profits. Call 1-800-BIOVET-1. That's 1-800-B-I-O-V-E-T-1. Well, Wisconsin farmers definitely took advantage of the weather over the past seven days' time. According to the Wisconsin Ag Statistical Service, as of Sunday, 29% of our spring tillage was done, 7% of our corn in the ground, 6% of our soybeans were planted, 30% of our oats were already sowed, and 50% of our potatoes were in the ground. The heat has helped to improve our winter wheat conditions. 78% of Wisconsin's winter wheat now rated good to excellent, up two percentage points in a week's time. The all-hay condition reported 60% good to excellent, pastures 48% 
good to excellent. I actually have not heard too much about winter kill anywhere in the state when it comes to alfalfa or uh, winter wheat damage. But if there's something happening in your neighborhood that I should know about, remember that talk text line to communicate directly with me, 877-301-FARM. So this morning in Chicago, our markets are firm. Yesterday was a tough day for corn, beans, and wheat, but they're trying to regain some of the ground this morning. December corn's up four and a half, seven fifteen and a quarter. November soybeans are up eight and three quarter cents at fourteen fifty-five and a half. The wheat for July is up a dime, eleven oh two and three quarters. Yesterday in Chicago, barrel cheese dropped two and a quarter cents to two thirty-five and three quarters. Forty-pound block cheese was down six at two twenty-nine. Double A butter down two and a half cents to two sixty-one and a half per pound. Now the fluid milk contracts for June currently down nine cents, twenty-three sixty-nine a hundred weight. July milk is down six, twenty-three forty-five a hundred weight. You know, we measure potatoes in hundredweight as well, and Wisconsin grows a lot of spuds. You heard me say during our crop progress update that around the state 50% of our potatoes are already in the ground. Well, there are some potatoes that are in a bag featuring the Green Bay Packers. How do potatoes and the Green Bay Packers come together? Stephanie Hoff has this for you. While it's not football season, true Green Bay Packers fans are thinking about their team all year long. And a few lucky fans get to celebrate the Packers in a way that's uniquely agriculture. I'm talking about potato chips derived from Lambeau Field. A.J. Busson is one of those lucky fans that got to lay eyes on this product. He's the director of agronomy and quality for Waisaki Family of Companies. They grow about 8,000 acres of potatoes. AJ, can you explain for us these potato chips connection to Lambeau Field? You know, Frito-Lay um, basically organized the collection of soil from all of the football stadiums for all the NFL teams across the country. And they, they transported that soil um, to a farm in the western part of the United States, and they grew potatoes in that soil that was blended with the farm topsoil that was, that, that was present at, on, on that field. And then they segregated and tracked those potatoes and delivered several loads of them to chip processing plants, and they packaged them up uh, with the logo and the team name on it. And so, for, of course, being from Wisconsin, we all celebrate um, the fact that we have uh, Green Bay Packer potato chips, and we have potato chips that were derived from potatoes grown in the soil from the frozen tundra. So after it thawed out, it grew a really nice crop of potatoes, and now we have potato chips from it. As you mentioned, the growing of the potatoes happened in the western part of the U.S. Did any right. of the processing happen here in Wisconsin? I don't know where they were processed. We all know that there's multiple processing facilities in the state, and of course, the, several of them occur right on the border off of Highway 90-94-39 in Rock County in Beloit. Uh, we have several uh, potato chip plants there, including a Frito-Lay plant. These chips are called Golden Grounds, and yeah. it sounds like only a few fans get to enjoy them. Were you one of the recipients? or? Yeah, we were actually, as a, we were fortunate enough to uh, be included in the, lounge, in the lottery as, as season ticket holders. And then... Um, we, our number was drawn, so we, we have one package. And so, um, no, they won't be eating for lunch anytime soon. But it does, you know, it's a deeper it's a deeper message that I hope hope we could celebrate, and that is how precious our soil is. And obviously, we, we you know, I've, I've heard it referred to as hollowed ground in Lambeau Field, um, but it really does, it's, it's all hollowed. Our topsoil is one of our most precious resources, and it's really fascinating 
and and fun as a farmer and a and a lifelong agriculturalist to see topsoil celebrated, um, and even in this minor way. And maybe I'm making more of it than it is, but to me, that's what we really need to focus on: is, is how valuable that resource is and what that means to our society, and how important that is for us to be successful in farming. Agronomist A.J. Bussin along with us. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Kerthump. That jolting experience when you hit a pothole. Tom and Tom of Tom's Auto Center. Protect your tires from uneven wear with a front-end alignment from Tom's Auto Center. It's also a free service when you purchase a new set of tires. And you'll be driving straight the way you should be. Stay safe, drive safe. Off Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. Tom's Auto Center. Well, insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer, but did you know they also offer competitive home, auto, business, and life insurance? They make it convenient to bundle your insurance while saving you time and money. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Oh, you know me. Easy come, easy go. Tomorrow's another day. What's the big hurry? Are you kidding me? I have the patience of a goldfish. When I get an idea in my head, I like to let it simmer. Now that's a whopper. Good thing Lazy Boy in Madison has a warehouse full of furniture ready to deliver. Good things come to those who wait. Am I right? No. You're not right. There's a coffee table at Lazy Boy, and I have room for it in my living room now. Fine wine, a fresh bread, a chocolate souffle. But where are you going to sit and enjoy it? Lazy Boy has chairs, tables, and sofas in the store right now. Take time to smell the roses. That's what I always say. And I say a new vase and a new end table are a great way to enjoy those roses. Great-looking furniture ready to deliver from Lazy Boy. Lazy decorators love Lazy Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor, Madison. East Springs Drive near East Town Mall. She's sweeter than a glass of chocolate milk and louder than a morning rooster. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, John Heinberg, market advisor with Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend. A little under the weather this morning. He'll join us again next week. But, boy, we've got plenty to talk about. You know, now that the heat is in the state of Wisconsin, we've had the moisture. There is going to be a buzz of lawnmowers in your very near future. I'm almost positive. I talked about lawn care and what happened during the pandemic with people's focus on lawn care with Doug Soldat. He's University Extension Turf Specialist. I don't know if you realize it or not, but Wisconsin's got quite a strong reputation for turf grass research as well as breeding. So I sat down and talked with Doug Soldat about what the pandemic was like for the turf industry and what things you need to keep in mind when it comes to getting started on the right foot for this spring. Oh, it is crazy. The pandemic, all this work from home stuff, people started paying attention to their lawns. You couldn't buy lawnmowers. All that stuff was sold out. And then all the seed got bought up. And so the supply chain issues were and continue to be a challenge. So it's hard to find seed these days and some, sometimes even hard to find equipment. So it's really boomed. It's really taken off. 
and people are golfing, you know, and like the golf memberships are up. So there's, it's, there's a ton of more interest in, in turf grass these days. It's fun. That's all right. That's excellent. You know, no, okay. So let me talk then about, let's say I'm going to uh, do something special with my lawn, add more lawn, something like that. You mentioned the seed situation. One thing I don't, pe- I don't know if people realize they might want to pay attention to that bag of seed. Wisconsin has unique growing climate that not all seed bags have been packed for. Can you give us a primer, Doug, on what we need to think about when we're trying to select that seed to maybe get a new patch growing? Yeah, that's a that's a really good consideration. So the the you, cheapest is usually kind of scary. So you you might look at some of these prices, five, six, seven dollars a pound, and say, that's a lot of money. I can buy this stuff for two dollars a pound. Chances are the cheaper stuff might be varieties like annual ryegrass. You don't want that. It's going to die. Um, let, the best grasses for most Wisconsin lawns will be a combination of Kentucky bluegrass and fine fescues. Um, tall fescues, another one that we're seeing in mixtures. Uh, it can be good if it's 100% tall fescue, but I wouldn't buy it to patch grass with, and I wouldn't buy it if it's only if it's less than 80%. So... Um, Fine fescue is chewing's fescue, red fescue, sheep's fescue, hard fescue. I really like those. And then one final tip here, when you're looking at the, flip it over, look at the fine print, and it'll tell you the variety. So say the species, and then you look for a named variety. If it says VNS, that means a variety not stated. That means you're getting bottom of the barrel stuff. So pay a little bit more, look for those fine fescues and Kentucky bluegrasses for best Wisconsin lawn. Well, it's gonna. It'll make a difference. It'll definitely make a difference. Good. Now let's talk also about something we have a tendency to do in the spring of the year. I want to get it started now, Doug. I want it to look beautiful now. Bring on the fertilizer. Tell me a little bit about how you caution people, especially with the erratic weather that Wisconsin's been seeing lately, between the temperatures and the unknown amount of rain that can be coming through. How do you? How do you? coach them up on fertilizer. Yeah. So this one's a little bit hard for people to swallow because the best time to think about fertilizing your lawn is when you're thinking about winter coming in fall. And so if you're going to fertilize one time a year, you should do it around Labor Day. And that provides fertility through the fall and enough to kick you into gear the next spring. But most people think, well, yeah, we get excited in the spring. That's when we want to get. But right now, the only thing that I would be thinking about here in in late April, early May, is crabgrass prevention. If you got a history with crabgrass, I really like to prevent that stuff because it it yeah. it, it creates bare soil, all kinds of problems. So that timing is now when the forsythia bushes are in full bloom. Um, you really don't want to think about your first fertilizer application until Memorial Day. So if you look, when the grass starts to green up everywhere, even areas that don't get fertilized, it's bright green, and it'll, it'll retain that greenness into usually about mid-May. And that's when you start to lose that green color from the early spring. That's when you want to think about fertilizing. Doug Soldat, University Extension turf grass specialist right here in Madison. He also reminds folks, if you are going to start fertilizing, make sure you know exactly what you're putting out as fertilizer and always watch recommended rates. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Let's ride bikes. Let's ride bikes. Let's ride bikes. Let's ride bikes. Let's ride bikes.